racing in the old bayou Find your favorite fishing pole Find out where's the next honey hole Only on the top rod fishing show Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Kane Radio's Fishing and Hunting Show. I'm Tony Landry, along with Ricky Watkins. Morning, Rick. Good morning, Tony. Anyway, for our weekly fishing and hunting show, and welcome to Kane Radio, FM BAM 107.5 and AM 1240. And as always, the purpose of this show is to keep our listeners uh, updated with the fishing and hunting in the area, along with uh, Louisiana, and stories around the USA and the world. And of course, uh, Rick, as we mentioned each Friday, these are the people responsible for us being on the air each week. You're right, Tony. We've got to thank our sponsors, Alamo Hydraulics, Doors Heating and Cooling, Coca-Cola, The Quarter Tavern. And Home Run Pizza. And if you want to give us a call, the number is 337-367-1240. You can also listen to us online. That's right. Uh, we stream uh, everything at www.kane1240.com. Anywhere in the world you can pick us up. And if you have an Alexa, just say Alexa. Play Kane 1240. You can also listen to Kane on any accessible Internet device. We're live here at the studios at 107 West Main Street here in downtown New Iberia, right next to Victor's Cafeteria, which is open. And, Rick, freshwater, saltwater fishing, we're shaking, my man. Tony, I heard him been catching a few specks in the cove, and uh, I had one of my buddies going out this morning. Of course, he was watching those thunderheads off the oh, coast. Oh, yeah. And uh, he's going to try to go to Tiger Shoals and uh, throw a little topwater early and see what he could do. And uh, haven't heard too much about the lake, Tony. And uh, I think Henderson slowed down a little bit because the water's kind of dropping out, and we'll talk about that later. Sure. Now, I went last week out of uh, Miet Point uh, last Sunday. I sent you some pictures. We did. Uh-huh. It's just been it's been a good year, Tony, again. I, I've been fortunate, you know, thanks to the good Lord. It, uh, it's been a good year fishing. And, you know, of course, you know, I've been doing this for a lot of years, Tony, but it, it's been it's been a tremendous year, you know. Yeah, with the water being down, Rick, it's been inviting, yeah. too, for a lot of people. That's you know right. what I mean? Yeah. And then with Tony, like he, we were talking before we, we came on the air, uh, <clears throat> I see a lot of people down around me at Point. They're supposed to dredge or uh, do something with Sherrington because Sherrington has gotten so bad now. Uh-huh. And it's 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 getting to the point to where you know the guys telling everybody don't try to get out you know to to go through the Taylor Cut because it's silted in the sandbar, and when they, the core dug upstream by Bayou Benoit a few years back, well everything that upstreams when we get current as you know washes downstream and it builds up, so they're gonna have to do something with Sherrington. I mean it's really hurting that guy's business. It's a shame because. Uh, you know, it is it is a nice landing, but you can't get out of there, you know. Uh, and I like Sherrington, Tony, because it's the center point of everything that I fish, you know. And uh, so hopefully they'll, they'll, they'll do something with that. Maybe with it, you know, we call it the off season. But um, once the water starts rising up, maybe they'll go in there and do some dredging. But to me, it seems like right now would be the perfect time, you know. Unless there you go again, they're going to wait a, a whole other year to do something. I don't know. Well, I but, did see this come out over the uh, wires uh, this week. And that beginning uh, on Monday, they're going to be a drawdown on Henderson Lake. Okay. And the plan is to reduce the lake by two to four inches a day until the lake is three feet below pool stage to manage your aquatic vegetation. And Doing that again. Oh, okay. The fisheries habitat. So depending on rainfall, yeah. the plan is to close the drawdown gates uh, November 1st. Okay. So that that's big news out in Henderson. You know, there were yeah. a lot of people fishing out in that area. What was it? Two years ago, Tony, we seen it. It was mud. That's the first time I've ever seen Henderson like that. Uh, and, and it's uh, – but that – Tony, that vegetation, uh, they got they have coontail, and they have one that's called hydrilla. 
when you dry it out and it, and it reseeds, it, that stuff is just hard to kill, man. Yeah, you know, I, I agree and you got to be you. careful if you spray it because then you're going to hurt your fish. You know, yeah, and it's, it's a tough situation. And we have issues with some with the bayou tesh too. With yeah, it. you know, it floats around in the tesh oh, and yeah. uh, creates some problems too. Yeah. Boy, you don't want to get your motor <laughs> stuck in it. Yeah, of that oh no, it's, uh, you'll be it, pulling uh, grass yeah, and everything gets, out. <laughs> yeah, for a while. It, it can be it can be a nightmare. You're right. But, uh, Rick, with regards to, uh, you know, the water levels have basically pretty much, as we just mentioned, that uh, they've been pretty kind to uh, the fishermen here in this area. Oh, yeah. In it's the been, basin. Yeah. It's, uh, it's been hanging around five, six feet, Tony. And I, it's got a little bump up coming, but I, I don't think that'll hurt too much. It's over, you know, it's spread out. It's not all at one time. So Yeah, and it's, we're talking about a bump from five feet to, to about five and a half five feet. Five and a half. At which five, is eight. not too bad. Yeah considering but uh you know you mentioned the lakes uh you've been pretty much in sherrington and up in that area uh do you hear much at all uh with regards to dale treve and lake force point no i, I got a, a a few of my buddies that go to the camp you know just kind of laying back running a few jug lines and, and that's kind of slowed down now the jugs lines were strong in the, um, the basin once we had that first big major fall but now that you know the the, the water's kind of slowed down so that the fishing kind of slowed down as far as for on the jug lines, anyway. And, you know, uh, with that, uh, you know, the Chaffalai Spillway has been pretty hot, too, Rick, from what uh, yeah. all beings oh, uh, yeah. have said, you know. And yeah. uh, when the bottom fell out of the spillway, uh, yeah. Yeah, you know, fishing. Ricky, the Lois has been a long time, and uh, yeah. you came out with uh, sacks over the Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, we're not talking crawfish either. We're yeah. talking ice chests. Yeah, I uh, mean. We, hitting we, your we, limits all the time. Yeah, we and, had it. And I got a freezer full, Tony. When it cools off, I've been promising all my buddies we're going to throw a fish fry, and uh, that, that's the best part of it, you know. Yeah, and it's uh, it's been pretty nice, too, for you, Rick, and uh, yeah. most fishermen out there on the water uh, in the basin. And, yeah. Uh, even the uh, Wednesday night hogfighters uh, have gone yeah. to Bayou Benoit and different places like that. Oh, and, yeah. And uh, I'm trying to remember what uh, Mike told us later, what, what's up next for him. Uh, I think it's Benoit, isn't it? I think yeah. you're right, too, mm-hmm. uh, in that. So this will be it's got to be getting close to the – there are not too many left. Yeah, you know? you're right. Uh, they got the month of August, probably two, and right. then uh, the big one in That's September. Right. Yeah. And so that'll be it for oh, them. Yeah. Well, uh, Tony, their, I tell everybody that, you know, I fish the, the Chaffalaya Basin all the time. I love it. And – uh I call it worth you know the price of admission just just to see the scenery you know with the, with the uh, cypress trees and sure. just the scenery is, is beautiful you know the, the basin is a uh, to me is just a good getaway and it's such a beautiful place you know oh I agree anyway uh, of course uh, the guys are filling up ice chests with uh, with their bass and uh, you know they we talked about the veterans uh, open tournament they had uh, last weekend and. Uh, they, uh, you know, taking the veterans out, they had 48 military veterans entered. And the most we've ever had, they said they had 132 two-team anglers. Okay. That's impressive. Yeah, that is. And they had 15 gold and platinum sponsors with uh, raffles, door prizes, and another $40,000. A great day for the veterans. Uh, Jacob Porcho and Hunter David, or David, uh, took home $5,000 of that pot for winning the five-bass catch at 19.58 pounds. Oh, some good fish. You're right. And including the big uh, bass was a five-pounder. Uh, second place was 16.83 sack, which you do the biggest applause because it came from veteran Kenny Miller and his fishing buddy Malcolm Smith. Uh, Miller received the wooden replica of our American flag for the runner-up stringer. They had more than 100 boats, Rick. That's good. Uh, the last three years, uh, we paid 26 places this year. And we're going to keep doing this to help our wounded heroes. And uh, 
all told, 382 fish, 760 pounds of weight. Yeah. And it, what a great tournament for the vets uh, in that regard. And they've been doing that for years. And I wanted to get that out there uh, to right. the people and let them know. Uh, and we mentioned, you know, going back to uh, Butler Rose, uh, yeah, we, we're still talking about it uh, hanging around five. It's going to drop below five uh, sometime uh, this weekend, but not much. Yeah. Just a shade below then. It's going to pounce up a little bit, uh, I think, on August the 7th. It starts moving, uh, right. tracking up a little and bit. And someone asked Tidal, too, Tony. You, gotta, you know, you can't forget about the tide. A lot of that, you know, when the basin is this low, it starts uh, working with the, with the tide. Yeah, and what's, what's been working for you, Rick, out there in, in uh, Bait-wise? Yeah. Uh, I'm still throwing a, a spinnerbait, Tony, that, you know, I'm going to switch up a little bit Sunday. I'm going to try uh, a solid white. I'm still going with the gold willow leaf and uh, – and with the uh, with with the silver Colorado, I mean that's spinnerbait wise, that's been the best for me. And like I said, this weekend I'm gonna try a solid white. I've been throwing that chartreuse and white, and uh, <clears throat> like I said, I've been throwing that that little small worm has been working good. I'm just rigging it Texas style on, on a two or three yard hook with a small weight and pegging it, and uh, that's been working real real well for me. And that's been mainly my two baits, you know. Besides uh, fishing a little bit of bar fish, you know, I'm just throwing uh-huh. a, a white banded crankbait two to four for that. And uh, it's just right now, it's, it seems like it's all about the shad, Tony, the shad okay. color, you know. Like the the white and a, a little shade of gray or black on the back back of uh, the bait, uh, it's been working good. So uh, that's that's been pleasing to you so far. Yeah, and, the last uh, about the last month. That's that's been that's been my three go to baits. Yeah, and would uh, hitting Marshfield would things change up a little bit in that regard? When uh, Marshfield would, when Marshfield throw? cools off, Tony, I, I'm gonna fish it a little bit. Right now, you know, the lake without moving water, the lake is is so shallow. It's uh, well, you can go catch a few fish, but sure. you know, you want to go catch a a, a few a more than if just a few. But uh, the lake is so shallow, it's it, it would be tough right now to. Uh, Cause I'm gonna tell you during the day, Tony, we take a little break, you know, and uh, you got to and just take a break and take like a ten or fifteen minute boat ride, you know, and then we come back and fish some more because it's it gets hot, you know. Oh, I, I bet it does. And we too. drink plenty of water. It, I mean, other you know, than lightning, uh, I'm sure you don't well, mind the little drizzles on you every once in a while too. Right. And there's a couple of houseboats, and I'm gonna talk to the owners. I said, look, oh yeah, Rick, y'all, y'all, you know, we just get on the porch, get out the rain. Sure. And uh, like you said, it's the lightning. I'm fishing the rain, but I don't fish in the lightning. Oh, I don't blame yeah. you. Oh, I don't no. blame you. Not in an aluminum boat. Oh, you're uh-huh. asking for trouble. Yeah, that's right. So just to remind folks, man, uh, just heed those. Uh, I mean, the lightning in the area uh, yeah. or even And it comes it. up quick, Tony, because when you're in the basin, the way I, I, I listen for the willow trees, and it, they'll, they'll give you a tall tale sign. When you start hearing that, that wind blowing, you know, through the willow trees, mm-hmm. you can bet it's, it's close by. And sometimes you look up, it's almost too late, you know. Yeah, you're right about that, too. I want to remind folks, too, as we're doing it each week uh, just for a while, about your licenses. You know, the licenses right now are year to a year. They don't uh, – beginning in June 1st, you can buy your license, and it, it's going to come due again June 1st of next year, not June 30th. Right. So uh, remember, folks, uh, and hunters, uh, too, for that matter, that's an annual license now on the date you purchase it. Right. So it's important you keep those uh, – uh, that in the back of your head. And it's also good L.A. Wallet to put it on your uh, right. Android or your yep. uh, iPhone. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can, L.A. Wallet's free. You can put your driver's license on it. You can put your fishing license on yep. it. You can put your uh, uh, shot license, your, all your shots uh, verifications on it. So it's free. 
It's uh, available, and uh, I oh, advise yeah. you. It's easy. If you get your wallet, I, mean, you, you, I don't know a person that carry if they have an iPhone. Right. They don't go anywhere it's without not, it. Not too far, right? Yeah. It's, uh, so um, it's something that to keep in the back of your mind, and uh, I understand uh, whether it be a city policeman or a sheriff deputy or a state trooper, uh, they'll acknowledge that. Oh, yeah. And uh, it's pretty simple to, uh, to get on. And this past week, Tony, I heard you know a few people was – complaining about the price and some of it some of it did go up but what you have to realize too nowadays everything is going up and but some of it they they made like packages or bundled things together so you're getting even though you may not use it you know you still gotta if it's in that whatever you're looking for that you know let's say a freshwater fishing license and there's there's other attachments that go with it. Well, that's just the way it is, you know. And, yeah. and, and they did go up a little bit, you know. Uh, I agree so, with that. But, yeah. but one people have to remember, too, the Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries uh, have no taxable income from nope. them. Everything is derived from fees and yeah. fines and licenses that's and right. whatever the case may they be. They have no fallback. You that's right. right. Yeah. So uh, remember that, folks. So uh, that's how they uh, work. And uh, it's... Uh, just one yeah. of the deals they have to do to compensate. And, oh, yeah. And, and I told a couple of them they didn't own boats. I said, well, good thing you'd really be complaining. I said, because they doubled and some of them tripled, you know. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, that's, that's the way it is. I mean, yeah, they say you got to pay to play. Yeah. You know? And also remind folks, too, uh, if you lose your license, you know, uh, Wildlife and Fisheries has made it easier for lifetime license holders to get a duplicate card. you got to go to LouisianaOutdoors.com slash licenses hyphen and. Right. Uh, hyphen of permits so or from an approved retail vendor in addition to the old way of obtaining a duplicate card by mail-in or in person in baton rouge for the state headquarters on quail drive the fee is 750 and you'll have a additional five dollar convenience fee but again remind you it's free to go to la wallet and put it on your phone yeah. and you won't if you lose your phone right you shine. got a bigger problem yeah. but uh yeah. well. it's just one way to it's easier it's that's right you know everybody yeah. carries an iphone uh, hopefully oh, you're not yeah. in an area where there's no reception where you can't open it up to show yeah. the, show the agent but uh just you got to remember that, folks. And you're right. That's a good idea, Tony, because I've told this story a couple of times before. I don't fish a lot out of my boat. Usually I'm in my boat, but a couple of times, and I left my stuff under the seat. Okay. Sure. So the man pulls up to us, and I start digging. You know, say, oh, man. <laughs> you see? So anyway, but he wrote me up, but he said, look, just send it in. You know, you I take it for your words. You got your license, but I got to write you up. Sure. Just send a copy in, you know, with the ticket, and, and it's all good. So. Sure, yeah. But that's a good idea, like you said, you know, my, uh, yeah. taking a picture of it. Yeah, you're right. Anyway, I, I was looking for earlier this morning, got here and here, trying to find the Louisiana Recreational Red Snapper landing estimates. Uh, uh, I didn't see it, but the way it's been going up, it looks like it's been going up anywhere from 5 to 10% each each week. And uh, last weekend, uh, when I reported, it was right at about 390,000 pounds or 48% of the allocation, which is 809,000 pounds okay. so, uh, re- yeah. of uh, red snappers. So uh, uh, with that, um, uh, I'll update it next week. I'll probably get it sometime late this, uh, this morning. Uh, I'll update it for next week. Hopefully next week we'll yeah. have it. And this is through June the 10th. Yeah. So if I'd had it this week, it would have been through uh, July uh, – excuse me, July 10th. It would be right. July t- – 17th and next yeah. week hopefully july 24th and our next show will be uh next next friday uh august the 4th so it yeah. runs about uh, a week to 10 days behind but it's looking tony like it's gonna be 
they're going to be close to uh, to the quota, huh? Yeah, and the I way, think the way it's going. Yeah, and you remember last year because of the hurricane, a lot of the red snapper caught out of the uh, Grand Isle area and up in that area. Right. So uh, it looks like that. Uh, you know, last year the commissioner allowed uh, people to fish all the way through December. But once the December numbers came in, uh, we were over the quota. Yeah, about not, right at about seven thousand pounds. Yeah. So we well, lost the distribution this year in right. that regard. But uh, looks like, like you said, uh, July tenth. That's about uh, I want to say about halfway in. It started in May, end of May, yeah. and it's going to go to Labor Day. Uh, it's going to be close, uh, Rick. Be close. So uh, yeah. uh, we're right at around fifty percent. So um, if I'd gotten this week's reports out of I uh, shouted them out to people, but right now uh, yes, we're low on that. So um, anyway, that's the best I can do for right now. I didn't see the new report. Right. I also want to remind folks, I did last week too, I got a text and an, or an email, I should say, from Brooks Amy about the South Central Fishing Association Tournament. That's a redfish tournament they hold uh, each month uh, out at Quintana Landing. Uh, the fifth tournament uh, uh, was supposed to be scheduled for last weekend, the 22nd. Well, if you weren't able to attend it, uh, you can this weekend. It's July 30th. Uh, registration ends. you got to get up early with the birds now. Oh, yeah. Registration ends at 5.50 a.m. and blast off is at 6. And uh, as uh, Brooks says, hope to see you there. And they, it's pretty competitive, too. Oh, and, uh, I know a bunch of them boys, Tony. Oh, they, yeah. They, they get with the program, Oh, like they, they get say. out there and they oh, fish hard, too, oh, yeah. to about, I guess, around 2 or 3 o'clock in the afternoon yeah. uh, looking for redfish. And um, I've got a good friend that's uh, out there each weekend. Uh, I know he missed a little reunion we have with my class uh, to be out there <laughs> fishing. Uh, and that's okay. And that's oh, all yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah, but he comes to just about all the others. So uh, uh, we'll, we'll give him that slack on that. Anyway, the South Central Fishing Association, it's a big tournament for those guys. And uh, it's a lot of fun for them out there at Quintana Landing. I'm sure it's pretty dark <laughs> at 5.50 in the morning. The Sunday oh, yeah. come up to around. Yeah. Oh, uh, it's after six six fifteen or so six eighteen. Oh yeah, that's right. The mosquitoes come out and start chewing. Uh, they chew in the morning. They chew in the evening. That's, right. that's, that's breakfast and supper for them. Uh, in the meantime, so Central Central Fishing Association, the Redfish guys, uh, yep. this week Quintana Landing five fifty. Uh, you got to be out there before then to register. So uh, just to let you know. Anyway, we're going to go ahead and take our first break this morning. You're listening to Kane Radio, FM 107.5 and AM 1240. We'll be back with more right after this. Locally owned and operated, Alamo Hydraulic serves the oil business on the national scene. Specializing in welding, grinding, and hard chrome plating, Alamo also does fabrication work on cylinders, valves, pumps, and motors of all brands. Located at 2712 West Admiral Doyle Drive, you can call Chris Williamson at 303-3799. That's Alamo Hydraulics, a proud sponsor of the Cane Fishing and Hunting Show. A new carrier heating and air conditioning system from Dahl's Heating and Cooling can save you money every month. Thanks to the newest line of carrier energy-efficient technology products, you can lower your utility bill. Don't forget to ask about the cool cash savings through your local carrier dealer. Turn to the carrier experts at Dawes Heating and Cooling. Call Dan, you're my AC man today at 337-367-2511. That's 337-367-2511. License number 6286. We have a new player on the field that is ready for kickoff with a delicious ice-cold Coca-Cola. And the kick. Ice giving him a little trouble as a few cubes shake loose. He's probably going to pour it here, and he does. The glass is full. Can he go all the way? 
He did it! Oh, wow! And just listen to that fizz! That might have been the most refreshing thing that I've ever seen. Whew! Coca-Cola. Taste the feeling. Everyone loves pizza, and everyone loves a home run. Put them together, and you have home run pizza. And yes, right here in New Iberia, located at 3816 East Old Spanish Trail, it's New Iberia's newest takeout pizza, and delivery is available. Dough is made fresh each day, and you get an assortment of toppings. Try the Grand Slam, the Double Play, or Mr. Meaty. They're all home runs at Home Run Pizza, 256-5783. That's 256-5783. The Quarter Tavern is the premier spot for live music. Be there this Thursday for Southern Jack Productions. Remember, never a cover at the Quarter Tavern. 19 TVs has you covered for sports. No bar with more outdoor seating. Quarter Tavern, 910 East Main across from McDonald's. The best drink prices in DeBerry. Domestic beer now just $2. Imports $3 all day, every day, other than during bands and special benefits. And don't forget, Quarter Tavern now serving fresh fruit, margaritas, and daiquiris. The hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Kane 107.5, AM 1240, and streaming at Kane1240.com. Welcome back to Kane Radio's Fishing and Hunting Show. Tony Landry along with uh, Ricky Watkins. And uh, Rick, guess what? We got a tag redfish. Yeah, I heard Finally, you say that earlier. someone yeah. caught one. Yeah. Uh, it's Felton Dore uh, over in the, weighed in at the Pecan Island Food Store, a 2.3-pounder. Uh, but it's a tag redfish. The man... Uh, if he followed all the uh, appropriate rules, he's going to have to take a polygraph, too. Right. He's got himself a brand-new uh, Chevrolet uh, pickup truck, Silverado. So uh, second time in this area, to my knowledge, Rick. You know, we had the guy yeah. a few years ago from Youngsville that uh, right. caught his redfish out there in Dry Reef. Yep. And uh, he passed the polygraph and won himself a pickup truck. And of course, we've had a few of them that uh, caught the tag redfish, but uh, – Due to undetermined circumstances, right. uh, yeah, didn't not being the, registered, yeah. did, did not being registered, yeah. or, or didn't pass the polygraph. That's We've right. had a few yeah, of those, right. not many, not many, but uh, you know, you catch a tag redfish and you see the. A fifty, sixty thousand dollar truck in front of you. Man, uh, people do strange things. You still be kicking yourself. Oh yes, very much so. But Felton Dory, congratulations. Uh, hopefully everything's in line for you to oh, pick yeah. up that brand new 2022. Uh, I hope so. A Chevrolet Silverado uh, pickup truck. Uh, he weighed in at the Pecan Island Food Store, two point three two pounds. And you just never know, Tony. It's a lot of water. Like I said, I don't know how many fish they turn loose. But they turn twenty five supposedly <clears throat> in per each. section. Yeah. yeah, so there are two sections, the east yeah. section, southeast, uh, southwest, which we're part of, and right. the west. Yeah. And uh, those lines have uh, are pretty much figured out. Uh, our lines go from uh, pretty much Morgan City all the way to Intercoastal City, somewhere up in there, a little past there maybe, right. the Momentar River, and then uh, to Cameron to the state line, and the other way it's, uh, from Morgan City to a little past Grand Isle, yeah. and the uh, the uh, Mississippi River Delta. Yeah, it's and all. a lot of water, Tony, and you know a few fish. But if I was going saltwater fishing, especially fishing, you know, for redfish or, or off the bottom for flounder or anything, just to say, I'd have to buy a ticket. I mean, cause, oh, yeah. uh, you just never know. You You're know? right. I mean, yeah. it's well worth the. I mean, it's a to join the uh, CCA and then buy the ticket to get into the tournament. It'll cost you a little money, not a lot of money, but uh, just uh, like any other rodeo that you get in or, or fishing with the hog fights, yeah. uh, you know, uh, 60, 70 bucks and somewhere in that regard. And it's well worth it because, I mean, the prizes are just, if you're any kind of fisherman, saltwater fisherman, uh, the prizes are just uh, 
Right. Unbelievable with uh, and there's a bunch of them. Too. Nineteen and a half yeah. foot boats, twenty one and a half foot Travel boats. trailers. Uh, yeah. yeah, fishing gear, just uh, you name it. Uh, it's yeah. out there, and that's right. If you have any kind of, I mean, you just got to catch a fish and put him on a board. Yeah. Tackle and, packages, uh, everything. Oh, it, it, the works. I yeah. mean, the works. Oh yeah. I mean, even you can fish from the bank. Yeah, yeah. and uh, I said a guy last year won a boat, didn't he, Tony? Yeah, he fishing sure from the did. Bank. Well, yeah. and the same guy fishing from the bank this year. I'll have a second boat, I guess. Yeah, a uh, John Latard uh, at Grand Isle Marina caught a speckled trout fishing from the bank, five point three pound yeah. uh, some, speckled yeah, trout. Spec. Yeah, uh, I wonder if surf fishing is considered fishing from the bank. Uh, I imagine you know, it is. Walking yeah. out in the water, you well, know, yeah. three or well, four you, feet of water. You enter and exit the water. Yeah, it'd be bank, you know. bank fishing. Yeah. Anyway, in the kayak division, Olivia Cunningham still holding on. She landed her, her speck at uh, Don's boat landing. Nicholas Begno and the Cobia at Degos at 65-pound uh, Cobia. That's, nice, that's, that's a nice-looking fish. That's going to stick, yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, Pierce Buffy also with a 50-pounder. Donald Romero, senior, uh, red snapper at Degos, 23.67. Won by seven hundredths of a – is winning seven hundredths over Jackson Gotro, who has got a red snapper who landed at Don's boat at 23.6. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's seven hundred. Two pretty snapper. That's right. There, there could be a couple uh, yep. raindrops in that fish, so uh, or in the fish. Elsewhere, uh, Anthony Frederick uh, in the Southwest Division with the speckled trout. He's at uh, five pounds. Uh, Trey Case uh, second at four point eight pounds, and Grant Harden at uh, four pounds. So some pretty nice specs there at five, four, eight, and four. Uh, for the uh, Southwest Division. Yep. Meanwhile, uh, mangrove snapper Gary Trahan, Trahan uh, Don Boat's Landing, he's got a 14-pounder. And Hatch Trahan, don't know if they're related, uh, Don's Boat Landing, uh, probably so, uh, both uh, yeah, uh, sure landing their fish yeah. there. I don't know if it's a father and son or brothers, but he's got a 12-pounder. So fly fishing, John Petrie's got a speckled trout. Uh, he brought in and weighed at Pecan Island Food Store at 1.45 pounds in the youth division. We got about only six of them signed up so far. Yeah, we got a phone call here too, Rick. Let's right. see what it is here. Uh-huh. You on? You on the line with uh, Kane Radio Fishing News Show? Well, I guess. Uh, yeah. Uh, just uh, Miss Dial. Anyway, uh, Rick. So uh, that's something I'd like to see us get a little bit better at. Uh, we only have uh, six youth signed up. In the yeah, Southwest usually, Division, yeah, and uh, some of those other areas, more. I got twenty and thirty yeah. kids signed up. So, right. uh, um, we can't see maybe through this broadcast. We see if we get a few more youngsters. Of course, the youngsters will be back in school uh, uh, in the next say, uh, week close, to ten huh? days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, they'll only be able to. Yeah, let's see a big time fisherman get up early and go fish in the yeah. morning. Get hustle off to school, but. Yeah. With school starting around seven thirty, be kind of tough. Yeah. Anyway, uh, hunting season. You no, know, I mentioned again the hunting season regulations are out, and uh, the pamphlet has been put on the Wildlife and Fisheries website. So you got to go to wlf.louisiana.gov uh, and go to the website uh, along with the seasons, the bag limits, the new license fees. That's what's so important. They got new license fees. The yeah. pamphlets contain dates and regulations for our state's wildlife areas and federal lands. The agency expects printing copies to be available in late August at state-wide uh, offices and vendors who sell hunting and fishing licenses. So uh, yeah, just to remind folks about that. Right around the corner. That's right. So uh, be abreast of that and see what's going on. So uh, anyway, a lot going on in that regard. So those all those regulations are out there for you. Go to that website and check it out. Uh, make sure you 
See, uh, I'd even print it, to be right. honest with you, and keep it around you. So, uh, isn't it dove season, Tony, that kicks everything off? Uh, dove or teal? Yeah, it's pretty close. Pretty, huh? yeah, yeah, well, they moved teal back a little bit because, right. it, man, I, I don't see how those guys could hunt Labor Day yeah. weekend when we're talking about uh, oh, 80, yeah. 90 degree weather. Yeah. You know? And so, right. teal season was moved back about two weeks. Okay. And uh, with the green wing and the blue wing teal. So, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. talking to a few friends, uh, they go out to uh, the Pecan Island area and, and shoot a few. And uh, and uh, it, it's always been, first days are always pretty good. Last couple of mornings, Tony, well, not, you know, I'm talking about the last couple of fishing trips we went on, on a <clears throat> get up early and go to Miet Point. I'm still seeing a lot of woodies, which is good. That's a beautiful, uh, beautiful oh, yeah. bird. It yeah. is a beautiful bird. A lot You're of wood ducks. That. A lot of wood ducks. And, you know, we knock on wood, June was pretty hot, though. Thank yeah. goodness for some of these afternoon showers have kept our, our temperatures kind of oh, yeah. intact. So uh, 90 yeah. degrees has pretty much been the highs. Of course, the humidity drives it up a little bit. Oh, yeah. But uh, kind of blessed. Yesterday was a nice day with overcast and uh, yeah. with the spot rain showers here in the area. But yeah. uh, And after that shower yesterday evening late, it was, it was kind of cool, kind of nice, like yeah. you said. Yep. Yeah, it's, it's uh, you know, the air conditioning is not running 24-7. So man, it's been tough, boy. Oh, yeah. Now you, yeah the Public Service Commission is yeah, getting been some brutal, beef, man. man. Oh. Oh, yeah, people I heard some ladies yesterday. Bills, yeah. man, on, I was uh, in a big box store, woo. and uh, they they was they was doing some yapping, bro. I mean, oh look, man, you know, and, and I, I feel them. It's it's the, the oh, bills yeah. the bills are high right now. Oh, you know? that they are, man. Yeah. Oh yeah. Anyway, uh, apparently uh, the the summer's warning about drinking alcohol and uh, driving a boat went unheeded by a fifty seven year old, and later on. The, the State Enforcement Division were patrolling the Chafalaya River July 9th when they arrested a 57-year-old man from Berwick on DWI in possession of marijuana and drug paraphernalia. Ooh, I mean, folks, Lord, man. Huh? Folks, I mean, they do have agents on the water. Yeah. I mean, it's not like they go undetected. So, And later on that day, uh, an agent made contact with another 57-year-old operating a vessel, and both were booked into the St. Mary Parish Jail, and now, if convicted, face fines up to $1,000, six months in jail for DWI. The first possession penalties could total up to $400, 15 days in jail, and both face loss of either driver's licenses or the right to operate a boat. Now, that's just that part of the state. Yeah. Now, on the highway, the other part of the state's going to come get you, too. That's right. Yeah. That's right. You know, uh, again, we repeat, and I know it's real redundant, that yeah. uh, the Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries agents, just like a state trooper, they give yeah. you, and they can give you a ticket on the highway, on the highway if, if you're speeding. Because yeah. most of them don't have speeding radars. Right. But uh, you, they're doing 70. You blow by them, uh, yeah. they can pull you over. Oh, yeah, they'll pull you over. You know, so, uh, folks, I'm telling you, uh, anyway. Uh, today, the uh, we're looking at our tides here today, uh, Friday, the 29th of July. Boy, July already over, Rick. Yes. Well, yeah. Man, it's rolling on. You're right. Uh, sun rose uh, in west, uh, southwest pass, Pavilion Bay at 626. Sunset will be at 802. The day's light hours are getting a little smaller. Yep. And the high tide and low tide, uh, the first high tide this morning was just about an hour ago uh 654 and the next high tide will be at 154 this afternoon okay the first low tide will be at 1041 this morning the next low tide at 1051 that's tonight all right or this evening yep. tomorrow the 30th of july the sun will rise in southwest pass vermilion bay at uh, 626 sunset will be at 801 in the high low tide chart the first high tide will be at 719 tomorrow morning 
and the next high tide at 235. The first low tide will be at 1126 Saturday morning, and the next low tide at 1122 uh, near midnight uh, Saturday night. Sunday, the 31st of July, the last day of July, yep. uh, the sun's going to rise at 627 and set at 8 o'clock. In the high and low tide chart, we can see the first high tide will be at 742 in the morning, Sunday morning. Okay. The next high tide at 326 p.m. The first low tide of the day uh, will be at 1223 p.m. That's Sunday afternoon, after, right after noon. Yep. And the next low tide at 1153 p.m. Average water temperature, I think they got it right this time, Rick. Yesterday they've been giving us last couple, few weeks in the 70s. It's right. 82 degrees out that's there. That's about right. And that seems about right with yep. uh the weather uh, temperature out there in Vermilion Bay and Southwest yes, Pass. Right. And, Rick, uh, you know, as always, uh, we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for these nice people. Yeah, we got to thank our sponsors, Tony Alamo Hydraulics, Doors Heating and Cooling, Coca-Cola, The Quarter Tavern, and Home Run Pizza. And our motto is always, kids that hunt and fish don't steal and deal.